Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Pass. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It is Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast, Thought Eater Blog. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for listening. And we're back around again to Wednesday. So we got to get over the hump. Hump Day Bloggerama. A weekly show where I'm bringing you a ton of stuff that I spotted on the RPG blogosphere over the week. I gab about it here on the podcast, and then I put up all the links for you over at the Thought Eater blog. Google Thought Eater blog or go to frothsofdnd.blogspot.com. If you missed it, if you haven't checked it out yet, over the weekend, I dropped a new edition of Sunday Zine Club. Had James V. West of the Doomslakers blog and Black Pudding Zine on. It was a good conversation. Also had a bunch of free zines, zine quest stuff, tons of stuff. So if you missed that, be sure and go back and check it out. Ton of stuff this week, so why dawdle? But uh, first, I always like to mention if I uh, spot new bloggers, and I spotted several this week. A couple of them just brand new. A couple of them started in January. I don't think I've mentioned any of these before, but forgive me if I have. Starting with the Maze Controller blog, mazecontrol.blogspot.com, Sam Sanford's blog. Sam, welcome to the blogosphere. The Witch's Lair blog, you only need sixes.blogspot.com. And this is uh, Seventh Outpost's blog. So, Witch's Lair. Seventh Outpost, welcome to the blogosphere. The Dapper Dungeons blog, James Jai, James Jai 12, Dapper Dungeons, dapperdungeons.blogspot.com, welcome to the blogosphere. And then Monsters and Musings, this is Skull Dixon's blog, monstersandmusings.blogspot.com. Skull Dixon's actually doing this uh, Black Pyramid Mothership zine. It's up for on uh, Zine Quest right now. It looks really good. Actually, I'm watching that. Probably going to back it. We'll see. We'll see. Got to make the money work. I don't know. I'm actually thinking about backing this Patolas Monty Cook thing. I don't know why. It's a sickness. See all this stuff. You feel like you you really want it. So Kickstarter's really hurting me lately. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Skull Dixon, monstersandmusings.blogspot.com. Welcome to the blogosphere. All right, y'all ready? Here we go. The map segment of Hump Day Blogorama is proudly brought to you by Frank Turfler, legendary anchorite of Frank T's liner notes. I've been backing Frank T's Patreon for a while. High quality, full color, world class battle maps, sci-fi, fantasy, and otherwise. Innovative print and paste terrain that brings your table to life. Multiple support tiers, including a commercial tier, which will allow you to use Frank T's creations in your own commercial projects. You can sample some of the quality of the work by looking for Frank's Free Map Friday posts. So whether you are a creator that is looking for some cartography for a new project, whether you are a GM gaming online or in person at the table, or you're just like Froth, a map junkie, and you can't get enough of this stuff, go right now to patreon.com forward slash Frank T and check it out. All right, so thanks as always to Frank Turfler, legendary anchorite, uh, for supporting the program. If you still, I, 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 you know, I try to 
plug it every week, but if you still have not gone over to Frank's Patreon, go and check it out. He's got these free map Fridays, so you can check out some stuff for free and see the quality you're getting. And they're working on these uh, some tiles and stuff to supplement Call of Cthulhu, so uh, something definitely to check out. But anyway, <clears throat> talking about some maps. And fittingly, I just had James V. West, as I mentioned, on uh, Sunday Zine Club over the weekend over at the Doomslakers blog, put up a post underground down below. And now this is in the new Black Pudding Zine number six. You can find on drive through pay what you want. And James is using one of Evelyn Moreau's maps and, and they key it and they do an amazing job. The combination is like, you know, peanut butter and chocolate. It's freaking perfect. So I put up the image of the map that James keyed and be sure and go and check out black pudding six. It's, um, it's fantastic. And you know, the cool thing about it, uh, when James keys the map, he takes little segments of the map and bring, kind of brings them to the forefront and highlights them. The way it's done is really, really, really nice. So anyway, great map and great stuff. So check that out. Doomslakers.blogspot.com. Uh, I've got the links again for all this stuff at the thought Eater blog over the cartographers guild. Impractical Cartographer over there has been doing some Warhammer maps, you know, from like the old world. And they've got one that I put up that looks fantastic. If you follow the link, uh, it's got another, um, you know, a link to another one of the, the old world maps. And these are high res, nice big files. So if you're into Warhammer fantasy at all, uh, these are really, really cool uh, fan maps to check out. Uh, looks like Impractical Cartographer's... Uh, uh, from Gdynia, Poland. And so shout out to Impractical Cartographer. Great stuff. And then finally on the maps, uh, Patrick Stewart's blog, False Machine. I mentioned this, I guess it was last week, either last week or the week before, falsemachine.blogspot.com. They were putting up some, some maps that Dirk Lighty was doing for the new Deep Carbon Observatory that I guess is going to get a, uh, a revamp or a you know, second edition. And uh, these maps are amazing. I put up one, uh, you know, already, and I'm putting up another one today, the Drowned Lands. So, so anyway, if you're familiar at all, well, whether you're familiar with Deep Carbon Observatory or not, you should check out those maps. They're really cool. And uh, it's got links to download high-res versions of them. So be sure and check all that out. All right, I got some killer-looking uh, products to highlight here with some reviews and retrospectives. Uh, starting with more on this Mork Borg game. I mentioned it before, thing looks unbelievable, and I got some more Mork Borg content for y'all. Uh, over the Dread Gazebo, dreadgazebo.net, they've got a review of Mork Borg, and they call it the game you were warned about, and loved it. And uh, also at uh, a brand new blog that I gave a shout out to, the Third Eye Openers blog, yaldabouthofficial.blogspot.com, they're reviewing a supplement for Mork Borg, an adventure called Rot Black Sludge. So, so I got your Mork Borg stuff covered over here. Check it out. Uh, then at the nzgeist.com, a review blog, they're talking about Carl Sternberg's Mutants of Ix, a hack of Into the Odd. They love that. Looks cool. You know you're going to get some great art on that. Uh, check that out. Rollingboxcars.com. It's talking about a really interesting sounding game. It's called A Town Called Malice. And this is has a Nordic noir horror theme. 
inspired by shows such as Twin Peaks, Broadchurch, and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And they say it's a GM-less game with a shared narrative of impending doom. A town called Malice. Looks pretty cool. Something different. Check that out. Rollingboxcars.com The Thacko RPG blog, thackorpg.blogspot.com Ryan Marsh over there is talking about times that fry men's souls. This is a cool looking, uh, I think I mentioned it once before. It's been out for a little bit, but it's for like historical RPGs. Uh, probably best suited maybe to Lamentations of Flame Princess, but you can probably use it with, with several different things. Uh, a weird campaign for traditional tabletop fantasy games. And it looks like it has like a weird kind of Cthulhu colonial thing going on. So anyway, that's at thackorpg.blogspot.com. Over at Paleo Logos' awesome blog, OSR Grimoire. Love this blog. They're talking about Rob Kuntz's K1 Sunken City. So they're doing a review of this thing if you've never checked it out. Um, and it talks a little bit about the El Raja Key archive that Rob Kuntz put out a while back uh, with a bunch of uh, miscellaneous you know, documentation, scraps, maps, adventures, and stuff from the old days. So anyway, if you want to read all about this sunken city adventure, that's at osrgrimoire.blogspot.com. The cool stuff keeps coming. Over at Reviews from Royer, Pookie UK, royerreviews.blogspot.com, talking about Lauren's song of The Bachelor from Zedek Sue of the Hydra Cooperative. It seems like the, the cool kid group, you know, the Hydra Cooperative. How do I get in that cool kid group? I guess you got to put out awesome stuff, right? So it's talking about this Lauren Song of the Bachelor supplement. Looks great. You can read all about that. I haven't seen any reviews of that up yet, so it's good to see uh, that getting talked about. And finally, over at GnomeStew.com, they're talking about Fate of Cthulhu. Which I thought was uh, notable, if only because I was seeing a big hubbub on this one, you know, on social social media. Because um, they put out, a, you know, there's a statement in the book that says, you know, like a, a Lovecraft disc disclaimer. You know, Lovecraft was racist, you know, but we can still make cool games. And and, uh, and a lot of people jumped all over that, got all upset about it, which, uh, which I don't really get. See, I love Lovecraft. I've got everything. Um... Uh, you know, I've got collected Lovecraft, a bunch of different things. Call of Cthulhu, right next to D&D, &D, my favorite game. Um, love it. And sure, you know, probably most people back then, nearly all, were probably at least casually racist. Um, uh, but I understand the disclaimer because, you know, some people that don't know anything about Lovecraft could be looking at it and say, oh, I want to go read the books. And they, you know. Maybe they, they see something racist and, you know, they don't want it to reflect back on their, uh, on their business. They don't want to be like, you know, like they, you know, they want to appear like they were aware of that, you know, but a lot of people, um, you know, said, I guess the argument doesn't make total sense. A lot of sense to me is, you know, you can't really say you can't criticize Lovecraft and then be making a game out of his stuff which I don't get like, of course you can. Um, but you know, you see this kind of stuff on social media, unfortunately a little bit more of that later. Spoiler alert. But anyway, uh, I don't know much about fate to be honest. I've never played it. 
but I love Cthulhu. So I thought I'd put up this review of Fate of Cthulhu and let you check it out. All right, so under the random tables and generators tab today, I'm not rolling on anything today. I just want to tell you about a product. It's all focused on random tables. Now, there are certain folks that come up that are kind of like the masters of random tables. Uh, K-Tray, um, Chris Tam from Elf Maids and Octopi, Cackle Charm from The Mance, and Michael Raston from the Lizardman Diaries blog. Master of the random tables. And I've been highlighting their Star Dogs game, you know, over, you know, several different hump day episodes. They've come out with the Star Dogs referees handbook. And this thing is awesome. So it's got tons and tons and tons of random tables that fits with any sci-fi game. Uh, starship generators, mission generators, anything you can imagine, really. And the layout is great. It's filled with art from Matthew Adams, who, uh, if you're not familiar with their artwork, it's, it's, it's world-class. Actually, one time, Secret Santa Corps some years ago, uh, my question got assigned to Matt Adams, so I ended up basically getting a, a you know my own personal Matthew Adams drawing. So, uh, but that's not, neither here nor there. But anyway, I've got links up to check this out as well as a link over to the Lizard Man Diaries blog with Michael announcing it. And I'm pleased to say that the Star Dogs Referees Handbook is one of the top sellers on Drive Through right now. And at $5, you're getting a tool that you can really use forever with sci-fi games. Not just OSR, but you know Star Wars, any of the, any any number of these games. So, so anyway, when I think about uh, like stuff that I like to have with my fantasy games, like um, uh, Wilderness Explorer Revised, Ready Ref Sheets, the DMG, uh, this is going to be kind of like one of those things for sci-fi games. I got to have, you know, whatever. Uh, Jez Wars for Star Wars and my Star Dogs Referees Handbook. I uh, can't praise it enough. It is, it is killer. So anyway, check that out. Congratulations to Michael Raston for a great release. Star Dogs Referees Handbook. Are we all ready to the free stuff? This show feels like it's going quick. Oh, you are going to get some ran in a random table roll because I'm starting with more stuff from K-Trey at the D4 Caltrips blog, blog.t4caltrips.com. I've been mentioning over the last couple of weeks how they've taken it on themselves to do encounter tables, encounter activity tables for all of the creatures and old school essentials and therefore BX. And just in the last week, they've got dragons, doppelgangers, cave locusts, dervishes, cyclops, crocodiles, and the one I'm going to roll on oozes, puddings, and slimes. So this one has got five D20 tables. For black puddings, green slimes, gray ooze, ochre jellies, and yellow mold. So, bonus rolls. Encounter activity. What could that green slime possibly be up to? Um, it is congealing slightly in the chilly air. So, <laughs> green slime can't be up to too much. So, it's just kind of congealing. <laughs> and uh, so, the yellow mold... Uh, it's encrusting a thick iron portcullis, which is the only way forward. So you got to get through that yellow mold. Nasty stuff. Nasty. So anyway, download all these. I know that K-Trey eventually is going to compile them into a 
um, uh, you know, a document of all of them together, but might as well grab them all now. Who knows how long that'll take. So if you're playing BX or old school essentials, K-Trade is your friend right now. All right. So some other free stuff, uh, the Jolly GM, the Jolly GM.blogspot.com put up a couple of tools, one for Coriolis. If you're playing Coriolis, there's a ship design spreadsheet for that. And then they also put up a ship builder spreadsheet for the alien RPG. So if you're playing either of those games, you might want to check out these tools that the Jolly GM put together for you. Then at the D20 Pirates blog, d20pirates.blogspot.com, they've got a PDF. This is for Savage Worlds, the Cabal. It details the shadowy organization known as the Cabal as featured in the Shadow Roads comic series. So you can go check that out. At Greyhawk Online, greyhawkonline.com, They've got uh, 5e Adventure up for free download from Nathan Doyle, owner of A Broken Heart. So, yeah, intended for four to six characters of six to eighth level. Free 5e Adventure, owner of A Broken Heart. That's at greyhawkonline.com. Let's see, at Dumpstat, dumpstatadventures.com. I mentioned one of these before. I can't remember what class it was for, but they do these PDFs of equipment packs. And so they've got a PDF up, Equipment Packs, The Rogue. And this stuff's for 5e, so you can check that out. Uh, you know, and as I look through it, you could probably use it with anything, but they tend to do 5e stuff over there. So anyway, check that out. Over at the Roll Sanity blog, rollsanity.com, Soren over there put up an original BX character record sheet. And this is like a landscape format uh, of the classic BX sheet. So if you prefer a landscape view, this has still got that classic, um, you know, the classic font and layout, but it's done um, uh, with a landscape formatting. So that's at rollsanity.com. Let's see, the Direbane blog, direbane.blogspot.com. They put up, who is this over here blogging? Uh, Matrix Lush. They put up a advanced Labyrinth Lord Judge's Shield. So modified, you know, to their own taste. So if you're playing Advanced Labyrinth Lord, uh, free um, uh, free uh, DM screen. Come on, Froth. Come on, Brain. All right, Wizards has got a new uh, Unearthed Arcana subclass download. This one, without any controversy. Um, it's got a new Artificer. Armor Artificer is the subclass. Uh, what else is on here? A Druid, Circle of the Stars. And there's also a new Ranger, Fae Wanderer. So you know that they're working on a new you know, player option book at this point. It's obvious. And then finally with the free stuff, from Tales to Astound. Tales to Astound.wordpress.com. A Pendragon character creation booklet. So if you're playing Pendragon... They have updated their King Arthur Pendragon character creation booklet they posted a year ago. Um, so anyway, a, a cool tool there. You can download for free. So, a bunch of free stuff for you. Remember all these links are over at the Thought Eater blog. Be sure and check it out. Okay, so some miscellaneous stuff for you today. Scott Palter, the founder and owner of West End Games, I was just talking about D6 Star Wars last week, has passed away and Peter Schweighofer at the Hobby Games Recce blog, hobbygamesrecce.blogspot.com, um, is probably most qualified to, to do a kind of retrospective uh, in memoriam post, having worked for West End Games themselves. 
And so there, it's an interesting post about uh, Peter's kind of, uh, kind of complex relationship with Scott Palter. And I thought it was a good read. That's over at hobbygamesrecce.blogspot.com. And so there's a bunch of Star Wars st- stuff today. You know, um, uh, the, the founder of Westin Games passing. And then I saw at geeknative.com that Fantasy Flight Games is going to discontinue their RPGs altogether. Now, there was speculation about them losing licenses and how they were, you know, stopping production on their their uh, fairly popular version of Star Wars. They do a number of other games too, Genesis and uh, Legend of the Five Rings and uh, and whatnot. But uh, the Fantasy Flight Games has announced they're not doing RPGs anymore. They're done. So, anyway, that's over at GeekNative.com. And then one more Star Wars thing. Uh, you know, speaking of fantasy flight games, over at bellofloftsouls.net, Megan Colloran over there has a post, RPG Spotlight, Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars takes you to a galaxy far, far away. And so they're spotlighting all this uh, fantasy flight game stuff that, um, that anyway, is, is not going to be coming out anymore. So anyway, uh, lots of kind of, you know, Star Wars related, related news there. Ben Milton Probably needs no introduction. Does the Questing Beast blog, Nave, Maze Rats. They are starting a newsletter called the Gladysent, a monthly newsletter keeping you up to date on their favorite recent blog posts, podcast episodes, videos, and gaming news. So if you want to sign up for that, I've got the link uh, to sign up for their newsletter. And I just noticed that the Labyrinth game that they worked on uh, is up for sale on Amazon. So another thing to spend money on. <laughs> um, but anyway, so check that out if you want to be, uh, check out Ben Milton's upcoming newsletter, The Gladysent. There's a, a mailing list sign up there. I thought this was cool, you know. I've talked to a few people that aren't into streaming games, aren't into watching them. But this is one I think most people would want to watch. Chris Pratt and Tom Holland want to host a D&D session with the Avengers. So... Uh, so anyway, just a couple of tweets and stuff about that. Um, but I, hey, even if you can't, even if you're not into Critical Role, I would think you could watch uh, the Avengers playing D and D. That'd be good stuff. So that's over at SageAdvice.eu. Uh, when I looked at this, I couldn't remember if I posted or not. I looked back and I, I don't think I did at Polyhedral Nonsense, PolyhedralNonsense.wordpress.com. He put up a post called Gaming on Mars, a mostly complete list of Barsoomian role-playing games. Uh, So this is just kind of a look at all the different uh, uh, Mars-related stuff. Ray Otis, Legendary Anchorites, Tunnel Goons uh, game, Lords of Mars is on the list, Uh, Warriors of the Red Planet, a bunch of stuff. You might not be aware of how many Edgar Rice Burroughs Mars games there are. But you can check that out at polyhedralnonsense.wordpress.com. At the old school FRP Tumblr, uh, last week I was talking about some of the action figures, adventure figures that they they had posted, and now they've got the Dwarves of the Mountain King, some more old AD&D TSR era um, adventure figures that they came out with. Uh, I had never seen any of these. I don't remember these. Uh, But anyway, Dwarves of the Mountain King, you can see that image. And the final miscellaneous thing, this was really good. 
over at John Peterson's excellent playing at the world blog, playing at the world.blogspot.com. Also the name of a fantastic uh, re- book of research of the history of D and D that they did and RPGs in general. Um, anyway, the, po- the post is called identifying the dice of the 1970s. And they did this accompanying video. That's 25 minutes long. Might sound like something that wouldn't hold your interest, but it's so well edited and researched and John does such a great job clearly explaining it that I found it absolutely enthralling. You know, watching this video about the, the history of dice in the 1970s. Goes into all the detail about the, the, the different kinds of dice that were out and the companies that made them and how you could tell the differences of them and, and everything else. And I found it absolutely fascinating. I've been seeing some other people sharing that. So uh, if you haven't watched that and are interested in the, the early history of the dice that we'd love to roll so much. That's at playingattheworld.blogspot.com. All right, so for the final topic, you know, I really expected to be, you know, moving on from this whole Judges Guild uh, saga. Uh, but some other developments happened after the recording of last week's hump day. But, you know, I wouldn't blame you if you're kind of done, done with this whole thing. And weren't interested in hearing anymore. So I put this as the final topic. Um, if you if you don't feel like listening to it, there's no there's this is the end. You can turn it off. See you next week. Whatever else. So uh, I, I'd understand if you were kind of done with this sordid saga. I thought I was too, but uh, but no no there's there's more. Uh, but first I, I gotta. Call in from Ray Otis on this. Let's check that out. Hey, Froth. I just wanted to congratulate you on what I thought was an amazing opening to your latest Hump Day blogorama and a statement that is one of the best in a nutshell statements that I have ever heard about why it's important for RPGs to be inclusive. And it was the statement about escapism and saying, you know, if all you want in your game is to be able to escape from the crap that you have to deal with in everyday life that you should want that for other people too. And that, that was spectacular. That was brilliant. I don't know if you came up with that yourself or you took it from somebody else or whatever, but thank you for reiterating that, that that's an incredible statement. And it, and it, is inarguably the reason that we should care about these sort of things. I'll also say that the call in from Andy was quite good and, I understand where he's coming from when he says people say they want the politics out of their games. To me, that's a very telling statement because they're equating things like racism and homophobia and other forms of oppression with politics. That's not politics. That's human decency. That's morality. If you think that that is politics, then on some level, you're equating one political party with racism, with homophobia, with other forms of oppression. And so calling it politics means that you have given up and said that our two-party system has a moral side and an immoral side. And I, I... you know, there's days when I think that too. I'm not going to get into that, but yeah, you know, that's that's not politics, people. This is about being a human being and about caring about each other and being kind and being reasonable and rational and inclusive. And that's not politics. So I applaud that statement as well. Ray Otis, there, legendary anchorite from the Plundergrounds podcast. 
So yeah, a few developments after last week's post. Um, first, uh, Goodman Games came out with a written statement about you know discontinuing their Judges Guild stuff. Rob Conley, uh, kind of from Bat in the Attic, kind of the same thing. I've got those up for you. And Rob made reference, and then it's also over at uh, Tim S. Brandon's other side blog, uh, to Bob Jr. having you know, put up a statement, quote, to help people better understand the personal views of the owner. It's uh, not really, a, you, know, you might think it would have been an apology, but it's more like a manifesto is how I would describe it. Um, and uh, the lowlights of Bob's manifesto include you know, regaling us with the tales of his, his slave-holding ancestors. But um, perhaps we can't be too quick to judge them because the slaves were sold to them by a Jew slave trader. You know, those tricky Jews, you know, Bob's ancestors, just they went to market for a loaf of bread, came home with a slave. Those wily Jews. Uh, and Bob also talking about his DNA, you know, and his proud ancestry, how he has the DNA of, of uh, crusaders and people that fought kings and whatnot. And I'm thinking, you know, the closest thing Bob's held to a sword is a microwavable burrito. What is it? It's like the Viking thing. What is it with the, you know, like the modern day Vikings that were going after Scott Malthouse's thing? Like you're not a real Viking. You know, where's the, where's the raid, Ragnar? It's at dawn, at Denny's, for a Grand Slam breakfast, you know? You're not a crusader, Bob. Just stop. Just stop. So anyway, there's the non-apology. And so I was seeing more new commentary on social media, you know? Virtue signaling and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, snowflake that I am, thought I'd comment on it. And I actually had someone direct a comment towards me. It was since deleted. And I will say that the comment was not profane, was not trying to really attack me personally. I do believe that the person was sincere, you know, sincerely believes what they were saying. But amongst their points... Uh, were that, you know, free speech is important, you know, talking about cancel culture, cancel people, and, um, you know, then they, they say that they never took froth, they never took me as a social justice warrior, right? Which is to the latter point, which is good, because I, I never did either. You know, when I think social justice warrior, I think about people you know, risking their lives, you know, to stop, you know, genital mutilation, stuff like that. That, that. Those are social justice warriors. I'm just, you know, random dude podcasting. In other words, I don't think I've earned that title. So I, I, don't, I don't really think I'm a, an SJW either. Maybe one day, something to aspire to. As far as free speech... I'm all for free speech, but you have consequences based on what you say. 
Just like, you know, if people are listening to this and it's like, you know what? Thought of your podcast used to be great. Used to love it. Then, then Froth said he wasn't racist one day. <laughs> he lost it. You know, it was a bridge too far, you know? So I'm fully prepared to lose a listener. You know what I'm saying? Based on free speech. And as far as cancel culture, I, I am all for forgiveness. I think that going back and looking at stuff that people said, you know, 10, 20 years ago and, 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 and trying to destroy their careers or whatever, I think it's ridiculous. I, uh, I've said plenty of things, done plenty of things I'm not proud of. And, uh, you know, the way I look at it is if some, I don't even need a profuse, I don't need somebody on their knees begging for forgiveness. What I would like to see is, is some kind of realization of, uh, of what someone's done and then kind of some kind of semblance of a, um, uh, of progression of trying to get better, trying to learn from mistakes, right? That's kind of like the meaning of life. Purpose of life is to try to get better, become a better person, whatever. If you ascribe meaning to life, that's going to fit in there somewhere. I would think. But that's not what I saw from Bob's manifesto. What I got was those tricky Jews sold slaves to my papa, you know, and I love Jesus, but he wasn't really Jewish. So it's cool. You know, I'm, I'm missing the growth. <laughs> and, uh, there was even a comment, you know, to the manifesto since deleted where where Bob Jr. explains they, you know, they're not racist. I mean, they were asked to join the KKK back in 89, and they turned them down. And I'm just thinking, you know, if the Klan, you know, if there's Klan members sitting around, they're like, you know who we really should get? You know who'd fit in perfect? It's Bob Jr. You know, that's who we need to get. You know, if that's a conversation that ever happens about you, you know, you, you took a wrong turn back in Albuquerque. So, yeah. Put a fork in it. Bob's done. Bob's done. All right. So, that is the show for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to all the awesome bloggers out there putting out this awesome stuff week after week. Make sure you go and check this stuff out. Leave people posts, let them know you liked it. If you want to be part of the program, you can message me on the Anchor app. Go to anchor.fm forward slash thought eater. There's a message button there. You can leave a comment and I can play you on the show. Or you can email me, frothsoft, frothsof at gmail.com. Remember that all these links are up at the Thought Eater blog. If you want to support the program, it's only a dollar a month to back my Patreon. Can you believe it? All this for only a dollar a month? Patreon.com forward slash Thought Eater. Very thankful to the folks backing me on there. Thank you so much. Well, uh, yeah, five minute Friday. I've got an idea. I might talk about random tables and world building. Kind of inspired by Michael Raston's Star Dogs thing. I thought I'd uh, throw out some ideas at y'all on Friday. I think that's what I'm going to do. Subject to change. And then Sunday... 
looking at another Sunday Zine Club, but I've reached out to a couple people, and I don't know if the interviews are going to happen this week, so yeah, i got to get a better system with that. Not only I'm trying to do interviews every week, the, the weeks go by really fast, stuff sneaks up on you, and you find out that you're not quite prepared, or uh, if something gets delayed, it throws it all off, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'll do my best, I can promise you that. Anyway, I think that's all I got for you. Have a great rest of the week. Logan. Sickly platypus, a psychic grenade. Zeroing in on your mental trade. Gonna help you escape from the grind. Thought eater gonna blow your mind. Boom, 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 boom,